0: Recently over at Valuetainment on the Patrick Bet David podcast, they featured a guest that some of you may remember from a while ago. He hasn't been recently relevant, but a while ago he was very relevant as he ran for mayor of New York. His name is Anthony Weiner, and he was ousted from Congress for sexting a minor. Now... This appearance on the Patrick David podcast was very interesting for a whole lot of reasons. Aside from Anthony Weiner being a smug, pompous elitist, some of the things that he says spark some thoughts about how those type of people see the world, and it also sparks some thoughts about the upcoming election. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So Anthony Weiner is not relevant anymore. Uh, He hasn't been relevant for a while, but He is deeply embedded in the coastal, elitist, leftist, Democrat machine. And it's worth talking about because rarely do we get the opportunity to see it on full display. We hear about it in most cases people that talk like this say you know people are they're labeled conspiracy theorists um oh those people don't think like that that's not how they operate this that, and the third and then when you see it live and in person you see that everything that you think that these people are they are (laughs) and they don't even know how to conceal it um and and they don't realize that they are so detached from the everyday people. They're detached from the everyday world, and it's funny how he couldn't even conceal that. And that was the thing; that aspect was the thing that stood out to me the most about his appearance on the Patrick Bed David Show over at Valuetainment.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh... It was crazy because uh, first you sent me a clip of of him talking, you know, to uh, <coughs> to Pat- Patrick Bed David about
0: the. So it was it was PBD, it was Adam and it was Tom, the, yeah. the, And then, so those are the people that that it's the Patrick Bed David show, but he has co hosts Adam and Tom. Yeah, Tom is the older guy and. And then Anthony Weiner was the guest, just to sort of set up the the stage.
1: Yeah, and and so uh, Patrick Bedavid in in the clip that you sent me was setting up the question about about Hillary the way he did. He's oh, what do you think about Hillary? How do you think? Well, how do you feel about her? What's her character? Once. Um, Anthony Weiner said what we, he had to say. Oh, yeah, you know, she's a good person. Do you think she's a good person? Yes, she's a good person. Cool. So, And I
0: think in in he went on to say that he thought that Hillary was the most qualified person ever yeah, to run for president. To run for president, yeah. So that in and of itself, such a statement says a lot.
1: Yeah. When, when you look at the track record, trash, if we're going to be honest here. But... I guess to each their own, right? And so that that way, Patrick sets up the stage for the question. He's like, you know, I, I've I've gotten some questions from from the public, things that they wanted me to ask. So I'm going to ask them. This is one of them, and he starts reading off the list of all these people who have mysteriously died, that were in some way, shape, or form, uh, either in her administration or around her administration and um, they had
0: some sort of affiliation or connection
1: yep yep and so it was 46 names yeah um on that list and so anthony Weed loses it and they have a huge back and forth and and he go
0: he goes on and he resorts to what all these people resort to is conspira- calling them a conspiracy theory. Yeah. That's all they ever know how to say. <laughs> which it's which is funny because I love th- the way that that uh, uh, Patrick Bed David countered that, and he said, "Well, look at all these other conspiracy theories that have basically come out to be true."
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't keep saying that. You can't keep saying that when. It's like the boy who cried wolf. You've said it already way too many times, so now people want to know. We're not saying anything. We're asking you a question about this. What do you think about it? His reaction was so disgusted by the question, so, oh, I don't even know what you would ask.
0: But there was something about it that was fearful. Yes. There was something about it that rather than, like if somebody asked me a question about somebody that me or somebody close to me or or, or or whatever have you was some way, shape, or form tied to these people. And they asked me such a question like that I, I feel like that's like so easy to circumvent you could just be like, Oh well, like I don't know. You know, that don't, doesn't have anything to do with Yeah, me. you made it up. I, I just yeah. know this person to be a, a stand up person and that's it.
1: From the time that I was around right. her.
0: That that's all. But but like the idea that like he he lost it. Yeah, he, he did. Lost. How could you ask that, this and that and this shit uh uh uh, uh a guy showed up at a pizza parlor with a gun, you know, referencing Pizza Gate and yeah. and stuff like that and it was interesting because it's like to me what 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 he came off as as I don't want to be 47 on that list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I better I better show and make a spectacle. That's what he did. He made a spectacle and it seemed like it was on purpose like I need the world to know right now that I'm defending the Clintons and Hillary, and and everybody has to know I'm gonna be very bombastic about it because, because yeah, why well, I don't know. Are you? I don't know because he didn't really see. He was he the whole interview. He was, uh, uh, smug and 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 pompous and self righteous, but he was never so uh bombastic as he was in that yeah. moment. Yeah, so, like so, totally out of character from what he was the rest of the interview.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like from the get go, like because after I watched that clip, and we'll get back to that clip right now, but I was like, man, this was this was crazy. Was this how the whole interview was? Let me see. As soon as the interview starts, you could tell that Patrick, he's like, I, I don't like this motherfucker. Like this motherfucker just like real disrespectful. And then even when when he's like, uh, oh, let me introduce you. And then introduces him as, I mean, as the truth, which is he was in politics and then sent 15-year-old girls dick pics and then was, was ousted <laughs> out of politics. And blah, blah, blah. So he's like, oh, wow, what's with the... Like, I guess he he's talking about introductions and he's like, you could tell Patrick's like, oh, well, I mean, no need for me to introduce myself, obviously, from, from before the show. And then later on, you find out that he's saying that, like, dude was like, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, he basically didn't... He he seemed to, like,
0: minimize who Patrick Bette David was and what the show is. And basically, is yeah. like, yeah, like, I don't really, like, know who you guys are. I'm just here. And, and he even sort of says that in the interview another time. He's like, yeah, I just wanted to be here because... Uh, I wanted to like see how it, how it is or or, or whatever cuz he apparently has a radio show that he was talking about in the full episode. Yeah. Uh he he was talking about it but it's like it's like some old school shit that yeah. like like a dying ass industry.
1: Yeah. And uh he wanted to see what the new school was about. Yeah. Which
0: that's what was interesting and, and, and stood out to me as well about that situation because this for is so detached, like you're even detached from your own party because he went on and, and uh, he was like he was like, yeah um I, I think he was trying to like delegitimize them by saying that they only have like right wing guests on the show Yeah, and they went on and they gave a slew of left-wingers sam cedar kyle kalinsky dave pakman and he didn't and 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 anthony Winter's like who's dave pakman and like you could tell he didn't even know who the other people are how do you not know that how are you in this world and 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 not know that like i know those guys i watch those guys i I vehemently disagree with them on everything. Yeah, and I have a, a small little podcast. how How are you? Account well, you were a congressman, and you're and you're on the radio, and and you wanna your show is supposedly about the middle, like where the left meets the right, and all of that. But you don't know. You don't know some of like the big dogs in in uh, in political you know uh,
1: uh, commentary, and they truly are big dogs in their industry. Uh, you're on the PBD podcast; they're they're starting to be uh, on the forefront of of the the industry, and and you don't know that you you didn't know that you you pretended. I don't know if you pretended or you're really that snarky. I would look at it from the perspective of like you really you're really detached. And you brought up something when we were talking about uh, about the interview on the phone. You're like, "This is a, a perfect representation of what the coastal elites are. Like, this is yeah, this is how they operate. They truly don't know what the ground floor looks like. No, even even the the
0: comment he made about the flooding, which apparently where they're at, it floods all the time because what did Adam say? They're they're five feet above sea level. Yeah, like." Dude, it happens. It happens. Oh yeah, but I, I just don't understand. And I just look at everything like a like a man. Yeah, and that's part of the problem is that you don't know how shit works. Shit happens. And then I guess he started criticizing the landlord, and it turns out that Patrick, but David is the landlord. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's crazy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's nuts because. Um, it shows you the level in which Patrick Bed David operates. Like I, whatever, whatever your feelings are, I'm still having you on the show, and we're gonna talk it out. Some people would get all offended, and it's like, well, you show you you're already showing who you are. That's fine. Let's continue on this interview then. Like let's let's dig in a little bit, and, and it said a lot about him because uh, although the craziest part of the interview was definitely the the. Uh, Hillary death death toll <laughs> conspiracy theory, um, which it's like Patrick said, why isn't no other conspiracy theory with with like other presidents with that type of like death around them? But okay, whatever. Um, it was funny because because Patrick Bet David was not holding back. We know what this motherfucker was convicted of. He went to jail for it. And so then he's like, oh, did you watch Sound of Freedom? (laughs) I said, this motherfucker really, wow. I like it. I like the energy. Um, Dude was clueless about it. I don't know if he was genuinely clueless or not, but we'll go with he was genuinely clueless because he said, oh, I haven't watched it. But his answer once Patrick explained, oh, hey, Uh, it's about child sex trafficking, uh, $150 billion, uh, industry. Uh, you can sell a a child five times a day, uh, every day, as opposed to when you sell cocaine, you sell it once. So it's like, it's a big industry. You make a lot of money from it. Um, how do you feel about that? And dude goes on a rant about, oh, well, porn, you know what? Porn is bad and, and porn is so exploitative and then that's when um, Adam he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! You're, are you linking porn with yeah. child sex trafficking?" I thought that was a big leap because it's I, a huge leap. Yeah, like th- there's no you're you're talking about
0: two consenting adults <laughs> versus in many cases children being kidnapped and yeah. and and you know uh, uh, forced to do uh, you know cp i don't know if you could even yeah people you know what cp is and and you know it's yeah it's totally different yeah, it's, it's
1: terrible it's it's a crime um we we talked about the movie um i, I talked about the shock of, of how big it. I, I just obviously i'm not in the world and I don't I don't see, I don't know anybody that would do that. And so, it, when you watch the movie, that one was so shocking. It was like, what 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 put everything in perspective was once the movie popped off and it said it was 150 billion. Like, this is massive. Yeah, that's sad. And a lot of it has to do with like border security, border shit. Like, that who was who was on like border security? Trump. <laughs> and so a lot of a lot of bad shit pops off and and that question like i think it would have led to a lot of like revelations on like what can be done to attack that like how how do you how do you stop this this industry i mean obviously you can't stop it overnight but you could at least like start killing it right and uh the fact that you jump from from that to porn is crazy, because it, what it tells me is, uh, one, you really don't care about that, so you don't care about that, and so what you're going to do is you're going to now personalize, because that's what he did. He looked at it from the perspective of like the shit that he was on, which mm-hmm. was fucking disgusting, fucking pedophile shit, um, and... He was saying, Oh, well, you know, it's bad, it's exploitative, it's so bad and then that's when they end up talking about like, Oh, well what were you what were you in rehab for? What were you in rehab for? And I guess he's in rehab for for like porn addiction? He didn't really answer it. Yeah, he was very uh He was very uh, vague about it. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's that was a congressman. That was a congressman and a lot of the people that, that are that are in politics like is that is this how they think is is this how is this why nothing ever gets done because you look at you look at shit you you think that little band-aids are gonna help uh another one was like the another question was those books that were in i think that was one of the first questions that, that, that that they were they had in schools in california yeah. Where like real salacious yeah. material that kids like does need not. Need I showed not you a picture of like some of those books, like like the the one where it has a amputee black girl with a white another white girl in their cartoons and they're scissoring. Like what does that have to do that's hot yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah some, right that's some shit that's some shit like bizarre would wrap up yeah all. right <laughs>
0: yeah amputee what the yeah
1: fuck? <laughs> and, and then it's like that's already not even normal like on, on like just an adult level like all right what but whatever teach your own if that's what people are on but you have that in a child in children's books like why then some of those other books, and they were talking about it, how to give, how, how, for a boy to give another boy a blow job? Like what, what does this have to do with school? And so again, in typical Anthony Weiner, the pedophile <laughs> manner, um, he's like, well, that's up to the parents to do something about it. And they're trying to explain to him parents are trying to do something about it and sometimes the schools push back back, yeah and like his question or his questions and and his solutions were so like oh well no there's a student council that's where you go for the board i get it yes parents should be involved if they if, if if uh they want some change but still like how do you get to that point and 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 and
0: yeah, it, it, it detached. He's totally detached. He's unrealistic. Yeah. He was like, he was saying something along the lines of uh, of uh, parents should get involved. And then when Tom chimed in and said that parents are trying, and you see all these city council videos, and I've seen plenty of them, videos of, 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 uh, of either uh, 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 student teacher councils or, or or school board meetings or whatever and like parents are speaking out and and nothing changes and Anthony Newiner's like oh wait, where is that happening and then the, and again more of that detachment it's like the videos are out there like people have been talking about this but coastal elite not his problem I don't care it is what it is stupid shit and 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 so that's that's the thing about these people is like they don't realize how overt their worldview is. They think that like they're concealing it, but you know, but they're not. They they can't. They're not. They're unable to conceal it, and and it's because he's unable to conceal it that I something struck me as very interesting. Before we close out this episode, something struck me as very interesting when they got into the realm of talking about Trump and Biden and the people running for president and stuff like that. So he was so smug, pompous, and... overly... overly assured about a lot of things. Like, like when he started talking about Biden, he was like... Um, is like the, all this conjecture about oh he's doing such a great job like he was like he's like uh, he's not he's he's unpopular but he's doing a good job and, and he said that with conviction Yeah, I found that interesting because when it came up when the issue of Trump and Biden came up and he basically said something to the extent of I'm not interested in talking about that He's like, it's not it's not going to be DeSantis. He's campaigning like a pussy. It's going to be Trump versus Biden. He's like, you're going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Biden. And we're off to the races. That's exactly what he says. He says, you're going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Biden. And we're off to the races. Now, what's funny is him being smug and pompous and following the track record of him being so Self-assured of the things that 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 he's pontificating, that would have been an opportunity for him, if you look at the situation psychologically, that would have been an opportunity for him to solidify that Biden would win, or at least his thoughts that Biden would win. But the fact that he says, You're gonna vote for Trump, I'm gonna vote for Biden, and we're off to the races. And one thing you got to give him is he is sharp in terms of, of like knowing the world of politics. Oh, yeah. That part, like you, he was very sharp about that. And you got to give it to He's him. He's a very
1: good politician.
0: Uh, Like the idea that like he didn't s- phrase that with more certainty. It said a lot to me. Yeah. It said a lot to me and you know may I could be looking like too deep into it but those are the things that like I've always like picked up on like certain like like choices of words that people have especially somebody who, who's so smug and arrogant as he is it's like what better opportunity to to like kind of like rub it in the face yeah but you're not saying it with a lot of certainty I wonder why
1: yeah my man's is is not sure. It reminds you of The View. Um, when we were talking about uh, on the phone the other day about that one song that blew up uh, n- n- Try This in my in a Small Town or something. Yeah. And um, I haven't my,
0: heard the song yet.
1: Yeah. I, I heard it and I saw uh, the video and now I see like what, what they're on. But what sh- struck me As interesting is the fact that, like, the left rejected that, the view rejected that, the news ah we don't we don't fuck with that song. And that song, all all it's saying is like, we have our community. Yeah, we're a small town, but don't try this here. Go ahead, like, and then you'll find out, like, where it's not gonna pop off the way it's happening in the cities, um, because we care about our community right that's what and the fact that there's such a big outrage it is it kind of i link that to to the way anthony weiner answered that question about trump and biden and, and and the reason why is because it's not a given for biden we talked about that last episode about the circumstances are different and um the people that the, the, the people that care about what they care about, they're going to go. But then the people that looked at politics from the perspective of, oh, this is some rock star shit. All right, we must vote. This isn't that. That's not going to be the same anymore because now you're going to actually have to go and vote. Yeah. Mail-in ballot stuff is not going to be the norm. And so, of course, these are questions we had last episode, but things that you're starting to see that are going to be different. And so... um, it is interesting that, that that you point that out about Anthony Wiener because he was like, oh, it's almost like uh, you talking about a boxing match, but but not knowing, oh, both are very skilled, both are good at this, both are good at that. We don't know what, what's going to happen. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, and then Trump will lose again right? by no remaining power. And then you guys will realize... Because that's
0: basically the tone that he kept the whole interview. Yeah. So with that lack of certainty there, I don't know. It just it stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah. As we'll see. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them We're on our podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.